You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. This is a leftovers episode from my conversation with the amazing Ashley Weatherford, an editor from Into the Gloss. When she came over, she actually brought along with her UT, who does social for Into the Gloss. So she's a social media manager, sweetest girl ever, and I actually got them both on mic together to talk about their experiences and how they think about working in beauty. So this is just a little snippet from that conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Ashley is here and UT has joined us. Give us your full name. Okay, my full name is Utsube Mbagu, but I only get called that when my mom is mad at me, so I go by UT. You are the social... I manage the social media accounts for Into the Gloss and half of Glossier. Wow. All of them? Like you do the posting, the responding? Not the responding. We have a special team for that. Okay. Yeah. But so I do, do Twitter, Facebook, some Instagram stories for Glossier, and then I do all of the social for Into the Gloss. Oh, wow. You're doing a fabulous job. <laughs> Thank you. And did you know Ashley's work before you? Um, I knew of her? Ashley Weatherford fame before yeah, exactly. she came on the team. That's what I'm trying and to understand. And when I heard that she was coming, I was so excited. So excited. I was like, yes, Ashley's coming. So I was really excited. And I researched her. She knows I researched her before she came. <laughs> I, <laughs> I paid this, UT to say this. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> we had this meeting like earlier this week and I was like, I remember you did this video. Let's do that video again. I, I've researched her, basically. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's, how do you feel, Ashley, like knowing that for like a young girl at a company, like people really look up to you? It's crazy. Don't look up to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's crazy because there's no – I feel like there's no point, at least for me, in your life where you feel like, oh, I've made a turning point where someone would look up to me. I still feel like I'm learning. I'm trying to, like, make it my own way, you know. And it's just wild that, like, anyone would care about me. <laughs> yeah. But it's I can see how it's hard to see yourself from the external point of view. Yeah. And do you appreciate having like, and I don't know what the diversity situation is like at Into the Gloss, but is it nice to be able to like work with another black woman? Oh yeah, of course. I love it. Yeah. Ashley was like the only other woman of color that came on the team and before it was just me and I had Mm. really good guidance under my editorial director and um, other people on my team, but it's nice to just have a sounding board sometimes. And um, that's really invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. I fully agree. Yeah. And it, and it is hard when you are the only one, because I do think, and sometimes rightfully so, like you are looked at as the 
person to speak for the black point of view. And sometimes you have to be that person, um, but sometimes you don't want to be that person and it's hard. And Ashley, have you been the only one at times? Oh yeah. Like for, I mean, not even just at work, <laughs> pretty much every situation, it, it feels like I'm the only one in the room. And it is hard because I mean, like you said, sometimes you, I mean, you know, when there are the times that you do need to speak up, but at the same time, you don't want to always be the one who has to speak up. It's right. like this very interesting tightrope that you walk between like wanting your voice to be heard and appreciated, but at the same time, not wanting to have to be the one to, to always yeah. give that point of view. Yeah. And especially like with beauty, I feel like, like hair, let's just say like the way that you guys are using conditioner and shampoo, is just like different from the way that we are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that just needs to be explained. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. Like hair is the biggest thing, yeah. you know, it's it just, uh, there's a whole vocabulary <laughs> that, you know, people don't know about, don't identify with that, you know, you have to bring out and it's, it's, you know, it, it's a whole world that people haven't been exposed to that, you know, we try to through our work. Yeah. And have you guys both always been natural? No. Yeah. No. I mean, no. Oh, yeah. You said you had a relaxer. Yeah. Okay. I was natural for the majority of my life. And then senior year at prom, I was like, I want to get a weave. I want to like perm my hair. So I did it <laughs> one time. And then I've, I've been growing it out since. Oh. I mean, it's grown out by now, but I only had it done once. And then my mom was mad at me. It was I'm a sure. whole thing. But she's like, I, you've come this far. Right. To and turn I back. Wanted to try it because everyone else had tried it. Yeah. And I, now I know. For me, I was, I mean, I relaxed my hair all through high school. And then when I got to college, I think there was like one appointment where I was, I missed because I still had my hairstylist back home in Cleveland. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to wear it out and I'm going to let it grow out and it's going to do its thing. I don't, you know, it's going to do what it do, you know, does. And that's what it did. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I know I said I'm not going to ask you your age, but you two, generationally, generationally. Because, <laughs> oh, okay, oh, we God. can do the math. Like, you've been working for a few years. Yes. So do you feel like your generation is introducing a new perspective to beauty that hasn't been around? And even maybe generation is too dramatic of a word because I'm 29, but I see the way that girls that are 23 are thinking about beauty and approaching beauty. And it's, it's different. It just is. I hadn't gone, gotten into beauty until I graduated from college really. And as I was like, maybe like my last few years, I was gradually getting into it more and learning about it. Now it's it, like unavoidable. Like beauty is everywhere. Skincare is everywhere. And an investment in it is pretty commonplace. So I think that it as it's not really a trend anymore. It's something that's part of the industry and something that's going to come to define what people are interested in, basically form people's identities as well. Um, so I think that skincare and beauty is definitely becoming this force that I had not predicted ever. But like if we look to any other, you know, country or like if we look outside of like a Eurocentric like point of view, like we can see that like in other countries, like beauty has always been a thing mm -hmm. or like skincare has always been something of importance. And I think it coming to the U.S. is just like a it's of it's time. finally coming. Like yeah. it's finally here and it's not going to really go away. Yeah. Do you feel like younger, the younger generation is bringing new things to the beauty table? Oh yeah. I 
feel like they're, I mean, the biggest thing, I think they're holding beauty companies accountable. Yes. I mean, I didn't see that growing up at all. And I'm so, I'm so thrilled to yeah. see like yeah. these major companies being held accountable for not happen, having enough products to serve, you know, a wide group of people. Absolutely. I think it's like, so I, I remember growing up and reading about clay de po, you know, yeah, everyone was talking about the clay de po concealer. Yes. Clay de po before, like maybe a few years ago, only had two shades for its, it's concealer. Crazy. And I could never, I mean, and it just, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because it was a different time and I didn't think like to say like, hey, this is really messed up, but it was really messed up. <laughs> yeah, it was, but we didn't realize yeah. how messed up it was. Yeah, and I'm glad that like something like that just would not slide these days. No. Because there's a whole generation growing up with a very different set of expectations. Totally, totally. And, and things are a lot more transparent. And I think with a preoccupation with like social media, like things are a lot more visible as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy to, to hide when you're making your flaws or things that are wrong and so clearly wrong. And there's also like this idea of call out culture. Like we're always yeah. going to call you out. Like yeah. Twitter we're gonna, is here. We're going to have the receipts for this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so because so you are posting images on Instagram, so you see immediately like how, how quick, once you post something, how quickly can you tell if this is going to be like one of the top posts? Like, do you know within 10 minutes? I've gotten a lot better at realizing what posts do well. I can tell pretty do you know before you're gonna post it yeah you're like this is gonna kill yeah (laughs) gonna fuck up the timeline real quick yeah what what (laughs) what types of content continue to perform well like over and over again i don't give away my secrets okay well from 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 previously (laughs) posted things what are your top top let's just say you should lean into what what is successful in other channels and then it should be as successful or it should follow a certain trend on your other channels. So like if a topic or an image or something has been received well somewhere else, replicate it somewhere else. And it's going to oh, be your, it's so gonna like be your tw- same audience. If you audience. do something on Twitter or Facebook and it does well, then do it on... Yeah, why not? Or something that you've written about that like has gotten a lot of comments. Mm. Like why not continue that conversation somewhere else? Do you feel like the caption is as important as the image? Because I feel like it's getting to a point now where like the image is great, but like... I'm actually, I'm following people for their captions. I mean, that's great because we're so particular about captions. I think it's a combination of both. I think it's the topic that is the most interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, it, I think it, I mean, the caption should be great, but like the topic that the caption is talking about is more important. Interesting. And it's, it's so interesting because it's writing social copy is different from writing like a headline, mm-hmm. right? It's not as easy as it sounds. Yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. I think everyone knows that being good at social media is really hard. Like, I don't think anyone thinks it's easy anymore. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. I hope not, It's too. a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it's I a hope. lot of work. Yeah. And oh, Emily's also amazing at it. Yeah, she is. Like, she's just a natural. Like, Instagram is her, like, you know, her channel, her platform. Like, she's just a ninja at it. You know? Yeah. And I feel like especially she's she's just brought us all along on the journey. And I feel that way about a lot of women, actually. Like, Amanda Seals, I just watched her stand-up special. And I'm like, I feel like... Oh, I just, just watched that, too. Yeah, I watched like, it last night. <laughs> it's funny, right? Yeah. But I just feel like, yeah, Luke, we've just been... We've been along on this journey with you. And now, like, we get to see you have your, your big moment. Mm-hmm. It's been nice. 
okay, UTB did deep dive product stuff with no. Ashley, but just, it's, just give me your, give me your top product, number one top product and then the product that you want to see go away. It's weird because it's like a combination. Like I would kind of want to see P50 go away, but it, it's just so good. Oh, Ashley's it's just face so right good. now. She's it's so honestly, upset. It's just so I've never used it. Why? Well, I've, Why? Never, I've never used it. I hear it smells disgusting. I've never used it, but Depends everyone's, on which type you get. everyone's obsessed with it. It's it, so good. It's amazing. It, it works really <laughs> but well. But you just are over it? Yeah. I want to see something new. Okay. But it's, it's great. I like facial oils a lot right now. And I'll put like a moisturizer on top of that. I just tried mm. Vintner's Daughter because Emily Ferber, my boss, oh, Vintner's Daughter's gifted amazing. it to me. I recreate their serum. That's like my serum recipe is like. You have like based- all the 12 oils that oh, are in yeah. there. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. I'll, I'll show you guys my, my <laughs> oh oil my supply. Yeah, after yeah, this and you guys are going to be like, what the hell? Yeah, but I've that, got a lot. There's this retinol that I picked up when I was, when I went to Paris for a little bit for a trip. And it's like this Light really. flex. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It was my first time. No, 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 no. You know, if you go to Paris or if you go to France, you just stop by the pharmacy at least once to Everyone see what it's that. all about. Everyone is that. Every, you see what the hype's about. Did you really go to Paris if you didn't stop by the pharmacy? Exactly. Right? <laughs> so I got this retinol called A313. It's like this really gentle. The thing about pharmacies in, in France is that you don't need, a, like, a prescription. You can just say, I want this prescription medication. Oh, really? I'm going to be in Paris. I need to do that. And, like, just pick it up. So I just asked for it, and they brought it out. It's, like, very gentle. Which is kind of, it feels kind of like a waxy gel. So it goes on just very smooth. Like, mm. once you put it on, it's, like, this really nice, like, film. I don't want to say film because film sounds bad. But just a really nice... Um, I, 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 I canvas over your face, what you're saying. which is nice. Um, and because it has this like canvas, it feels like it blocks all the grime and things that could come on your face at night or whatever. So your face wakes up, you wake up, your face is like very smooth and it feels like your fine lines are diminished and stuff because it's just like spackled over with this gel and you should try it at least once. <laughs> sounds so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's really interesting. It's like, I don't know any other skincare product in the U.S. that has a texture similar to Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys had like a one year, like, I'm just going to say this is like a prison sentence for you guys, like where you just had to use like a bar of soap and water, do you think your lives would change dramatically? Like you are not allowed to use moisturizers, serums. Like if they just said like, here's some soap to wash your face. Oh my gosh. What a nightmare. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is why I don't commit crime. <laughs> I need my products. <laughs> Do you, do you really think your life would be really different for yes. a year? Really? <laughs> no, I mean, no lotion alone. <laughs> I True. mean, I need that. True. Yeah, no, I need I need my products. I could get by with, you know, a lot, you know, less products, but I need at least three. Come on. <laughs> yeah, True. True. Yeah, what three products that I would absolutely need? A cleanser to wash off all my makeup. A retinol. Well, you don't you don't have makeup if you can only pick three products to use forever. Okay, okay. Well, re- <laughs> okay, fine. A retinol a face oil, and a cleanser. I need to be able to wash my face. I would need an acid. So like a... (laughs) I love how your basics are like so intense. You guys are like, I need a retinol. I need an acid. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely need a cleanser. I need a glycolic acid or a lactic acid something Mm -hmm. and moisturizer. Then I think I'm good. Okay. I'm not going to love life, but I can get by. (laughs) Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.